Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. As always, I am your host, Brandon. And today I have Emily Rose from Who the Fuck Knows with Emily Rose. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am so great. Thank you for being here. How are you doing this this lovely moment in time? First of all, thank you so much for having me on. I want you to know that when you messaged me and you were like, we should record, I was like, that's crazy because that was going to be the next thing I messaged you. Oh, so I'm so happy that you asked me. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, so we're on the same page. I'm so happy that you're here. And um, thanks, girl, because listen, we had been kind of like in the DMs already. Yes. Just about like random stuff, you know? Yes. Just like bantering back and forth. And I want to say... I want to say that our first entanglement <laughs> oh god <laughs> was over about some Vanderpump rules mess uh circa Stasi Schroeder and uh, her like comeback tour <laughs> I hate her okay like I hate her and this is how I feel about any anybody that I used to love that I that like hurt me like I used to really like Stassi and then things started happening Mm -hmm. and it was like it started going off the rails and then when she tried her bullshit and it came out that she tried her bullshit like for real for real uh with Faith yeah I obviously didn't you know nobody forgave her and she lost her platform and she lost a lot of things but then when the scandal happened and she came back, she's been kind of bold. Yes. And from you knew from the moment that she started apologizing, she was never, I'm using air quotes, she would never apologize for real. Right. She never really took accountability. She had this god awful interview with Tamron Hall, which was very clearly like someone else's idea and she didn't want to do it, but she did it. <laughs> and then it turned out terribly because Tamron Hall ate her and so it was just like ever since then it's just been bad before in like 2018 I actually went to a live show of hers and I live in Atlanta and I will say it is the highest concentration of the worst white women that you could ever be around in high volume I've ever encountered in Atlanta it was the worst thing and that's when things started to really fall apart for me because I was like you attract the literal fucking worst people I've ever met in my fucking life and And so and loves it and she totally supports that kind of crazy she does atmosphere yes so Um, then when she when she went (laughs) on her bullshit recently I was just like she pissed me off because she's trying to act like she just doesn't know why she didn't get sympathy. And I'm like, bitch, because you've been a literal devil and a racist piece of, I can, I can cuss on here. And, oh right? yeah. This is an explicit podcast. Okay, I, yeah. great. <laughs> She's been a goddamn piece of shit. 
Yeah, um, the entire time she's been on TV, and so I just I felt very passionately about that, and you shared the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just like tag teaming in the in the DMs um, mm-hmm. because there was just this victim mentality that was coming from her camp, that camp, those people. And we were just kind of, we were both kind of just like, wait, what? And yeah, Emily lives in Atlanta. If you couldn't hear it in the in the accent. So, you know, we have our little Southern moments and let's, speaking of Southern moments, let's get to the main event. Let's. Now, coming off of a lukewarm season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's generous, honey. (laughs) That's so generous. And it's so, the last, first of all, the last episode of Atlanta that I watched, I didn't realize it was going to be, that was going to be the last episode of the season so like i didn't yeah. realize what was going on and then they're talking about this movie they're filming it drew's life blah 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 blah. and honey they're giving drew her flowers like candy is talking about drew like she is really acting like <laughs> oh my god like she is doing her thing she's got music she's singing she's acting and i'm like okay first of all you're really nice and supportive because if anyone was really acting in this movie, it was Candy. It was Candy. Yes. And, and that lady um, that played um, Maya's mama in Girlfriends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. I mean, Candy really, we'll get there, I'm sure. But Candy right. really kept my attention till the very end. She lost me at the very end. And I'm sure we'll get there. Um But yeah, and it's funny you say that because I watched the first episode of Atlanta, of Real Housewives of Atlanta, when it premiered, and I made a decision. I made a decision from my heart and soul that (laughs) I was not going to watch anymore because I knew that the discourse would be really fighting for them, and I have a lot of, like, strong opinions about Atlanta, you know, the city itself and the cast and the show, and I just didn't have the heart for it. But before we recorded, I did watch the finale as Oof. well. And so I was Which like... Which is the best episode of the entire season. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, I skipped through everyone else's, okay? Because I was like, this is... Everyone's having the same storyline that it seems like they've had for the past two years. So I didn't feel like I missed anything. I only tuned in for Drew's. And I was um amused uh, <laughs> at the... The parallels. And so did they not talk about the past in the rest of the season? Did they bring it up? I don't know. I didn't The past was very much like, at first mentioned like, oh, Todd's got a little movie he want to make. Then it became, oh, it's really going to be a movie that's made. You know, it's so funny. I'm just like, looking. <laughs> I just caught, I just got a glimpse of myself. Thank God you guys won't be able to see this. But Emily was actually DMing me before this started. And she was like, I'm going to apologize for my appearance. And then she comes here looking gorgeous. Like, and, mm, <laughs> I told you I needed an extra five Meanwhile, minutes. Meanwhile, I, I look like a little, bro- <laughs> I look like a broomstick upside no. down. So anyway. <laughs> Don't believe him. Lie, the lies. <laughs> they, it, they basically made it seem like, okay, it's just going to be like this like little movie, which in the context of that, like, Todd's going to produce, direct his first film. Mm. In, the, in the context of that, I'm like, good job. Because you know what? You've been doing, you've been producing like what? Reality TV shows. And so 
anyway, it then grew from this like little thing that Todd's going to do to like, now all of our friends are going to be in it. And now there's drama between like, it's Kenya wants a part, but we've already offered it to Drew. And like, so it was kind of light, little stupid drama. But then the way they talked it up, the way they talked it up, like, and I like Drew. I mean, I, before Drew came on Housewives of Atlanta, I knew her as an actress and I thought that she was like, you know, pretty good, like capable. Um, (laughs) And this was interesting to see her in this. And I think maybe she really realized that she was playing herself Mm-hmm. because she yeah. was hyper aware of like I don't know yes and I you know what I was texting the group chat before we came on and I said <laughs> I think Drew is really an example of when they say you know use the gifts that God gives you before mm-hmm. you lose them <laughs> I think that's really what happened to 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 homegirl Drew because she really lost it yeah, like it's... she was not this was the game and granted the game was a like a decent show and right. so I can't like say that necessarily for the writing of the past but I would say her she was more natural and you saying that she was hyper aware that's such a great it was like she was stuck somewhere between filming an episode of of Atlanta and like mm-hmm. trying to act again and I was like yes. this is painful which makes sense because she was filming Real Housewives of Atlanta while they were doing this. And they did make mention during Real Housewives of Atlanta that um, they made this movie very quickly. Uh, you, yeah. Didn't she say it was like, like it was 100 pages, but it was, yeah, but it was 13. Yeah. 13 days. Yeah. Why? Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you why, because they was up in Candy's house. So that's the first thing that I noticed. Oh I'm like, God. okay, Candy, now you're going to have to move because now like we, we for real, for real can like find your house. Literally. Um, it, it just seemed under rehearsed, but like the basic premise of the show is that like Drew is an interior designer. She works on like celebrity restaurants. She has a family business. Her mom is like this boss bitch who's very, very, very wealthy. And the woman who's playing, okay, and I need to pull this up because- Okay. <laughs> I am obsessed with two, no, I'm going to say three um, actors in this um, movie in For Real, For Real. Okay, okay. Because the movie, y'all, we're just going to say it. I, I, I'll start by saying the movie is bad. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, is not a bad. great movie. No, it's not. And I'm a little fed up with people trying to be like, you know what? It was good. And it was, I'm like, I have watched many a movie in this genre. I've watched a lot of Drew's movies. I've seen a lot of the people that are in this movie in other shit. That's good. This is not it. That's good. This is not good. This is very like the whole time I kept thinking this looks like um, a film student at Georgia State's like senior project. It which is that's like what it was good giving. for that. And like honestly, yes. to be honest with you, I kind of had that sort of mentality in and around the fact of like Todd, yes, making this big pivot, completely mm-hmm. unsupervised. Like he went from <laughs> like think about it. He went from being yeah. like big dick producer on mm-hmm. reality television, but there is mm-hmm. definitely a difference between producing shooting 
um, lighting, all of these things. And I think that like, in terms of that, like I would give him a round of applause. Um, Him. Now, when I think about people like Drew Sidor, who who wants to be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta talking about Uta Hagen. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, you really have, she really should be, and the way that they were talking about her it, I really thought that she was going to be like, it was gonna be like, oh my God, Drew Sedora is like having this tour de force year this season. I'm going to tell you who really slayed. Okay, now we obviously said that we loved Candy. She did a yeah. great job. Like she's she really did. coming into her acting bag. Mm-hmm. But the woman who played Tara, because we're going to get into this plot, Erica Peoples. Yes. yes. <laughs> she, she, she gave. Mm-hmm. She really did. She gave every single thing that you could ever want to be given, especially with the script as such. Yes. With and the wig. <laughs> <laughs> she really gay with that wig. Every time she came on, I was like, I just you know she's a bad bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was just good. It was just good. So the, the movie, listen, it's one of those movies that I feel like a lot of people are gonna be like, oh my God, it's like a good bad movie. Mm. Like it's Mm-mm. yeah so i can't they, watch it again if anyone never. wants to know i really wanted to brandon for like for your show i really wanted to persevere <laughs> and i truly i really could not watch it again <laughs> it's so funny because zell brooks from um who asked me podcast who asked me? i love her yes i'm obsessed with her hey yeah. zell hey queen hey she <laughs> you know she, i feel like me because I'm from the South. This is because of me from North Carolina. Oh. I will just say it. Zell knows. She knows, she has that kind of like St. Louis vibe where she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to speak my mind. But like, I'm not like trying to piss people off where I'm, yeah. I'm just going to like say it. So yeah. I had I had posted that you and I were going to cover this. Mm-hmm. And um, then you posted that like a photo of yourself watching it yeah I reshared it and she was like "Ooh, I wonder what Emily thinks they're like "Ooh, what do you think <laughs> like <laughs> immediately I was like she thinks it's bad <laughs> I think it's bad yeah um, no so I was like, I, Drew is like she comes from a rich family that's very important to know at the very beginning like the mm-hmm. there sh- she and her husband are living in Candy and Todd's house which is two mansions mm-hmm. with a bridge between the two yes so that just lets you know um and the husband also works with the family firm but he does like the real estate side of things and drew i guess is like if this was going to be like selling sunset she would be like amanza like she would be like yeah he's like a consultant or something yes he consults i think like he consults which like if any of the listeners out there know what the fuck that means (laughs) they don't no one does it's a fake job (laughs) I know people who do that for their job and all I know is that they always have money. Like that's They do. Yeah. That's it. I don't know anything else. Maybe they're also scheming to uh <laughs> take down a 7-year relationship and only get half of whatever the fuck they're going for. I don't know. Which <laughs> was very interesting because I'm like, okay, this is a well-off family. Yeah. Both of them have money. Yeah. Clearly she has family money, but mm-hmm. they're both earning and his biggest conflict starting out is that he needs to make a sale which yes. i didn't realize that consultants make commission off of sales of things 
uh, <laughs> in order to buy Drew because also did I learn her name? No, she's always just no. Drew and they said her name a hundred times. No, it's Drew Sedora. <laughs> it's just Drew Sedora. Okay. <laughs> he wants to buy her a two hundred thousand dollar ring to renew their vows can i just say um so i had to like i watched like a youtube recap like an eight minute recap of the movie before we recorded because again i could not put myself through it again (laughs) and i learned through that recap that in the beginning scene with tara and um What's his name? What's the husband's name? Oh, Drew Sador's husband in the past. Maurice. Oh, Maurice. Maurice. Yes. Maurice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> With Tara and Maurice, I did not realize because this is how invested I was that uh, they were they were friends in that scene. I thought that the implication was that they were fucking. So Me I started. Too. Okay. Okay. So I the whole movie I thought that he was carrying on this affair with her from the get-go and I'm wondering what my mindset would have been if I had it thought that if I just thought that they were just friends <laughs> like well, I have no because idea she had this she has this okay I don't know if you guys know who Erica Peoples is but she is like very hot <laughs> like, very hot she's just very naturally appealing and sexual and like she's very yeah she gives she gives like i'm gonna fuck you now listen we could we could absolutely go to her instagram right now and she'd be like someone who knits and crochets and she's like oh, i no. <laughs> she's like no i'm actually a big nerd i have lord of the rings books being delivered to my house every day i like uh, anime yeah she was like an anime queen and she's just like yeah. no i'm really that good no of an shit. actress she could yeah. be because out of everyone in the film y'all she was the only one that made me feel like I was like in a different world. Yes. Did you, you know what it made me think about? Sorry to cut you off. No problem. But um, did you watch the, I think it was a WB or CW, whatever. Did you watch Gotham, the show Gotham? Maybe it was on Fox. I watched a couple of episodes of Gotham. Yes. Because she, um, Jada Pinkett Smith was on that. Yes. 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 She was giving Jada Pinkett Smith's character yes. in Gotham like this very like boss bitch don't fuck with me very i don't fuck with her yes. very in charge yes it was very much and and also the wig you know it was right like, exactly a woman with a pixie is always going to we love it pixie bob yeah we love so it so she i i have to admit i agree i thought that that was going to be the premise of like the movie of like passes ruin everything like i almost thought that was going to be a foreshadowing alas it was not because Mm-mm. Tara is very much a lesbian. Very. Mm-hmm. And she's not interested. Mm-mm. So no. Maurice, Drusador's husband in the past, goes played <laughs> off with his little friends. And there's this one guy, wait, I need to I need to also say his name for those of you who know. Is it it's not his name isn't Ronnie. His name is he's always plays this Blue Campbell. Yeah, 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 Blue Campbell. He mm-hmm. always plays this kind of fuckboy side role. character, best friendish, like, yeah. Just mm-hmm. getting all the money. So yeah. that just kind of lets you know what kind of friends Maurice is hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So they're playing golf, and he's talking about how he wants to do this thing for his wife. He wants to get this ring. And um, one of his friends is talking about how great his relationship is, and it's this perfect relationship. and um 
take a look at this like nude this nude I just got or something mm-hmm. and he's like oh my god like is your wife gonna freak out if she sees that you have these nudes and he's like oh she knows because like this is my past and then the plot the entire plot I swear to god to me within that moment I knew every I knew everything that was everything yeah <laughs> yep yep I was like okay and so like a good boy Drusador's husband goes home to her and says hey I just talked, you know, about this with my friends. What do you think? Well, and the way that he brings it up is so... (laughs) He's like, (laughs) so crazy thing happened. (laughs) And she's like, why are you laughing? And I was like, oh, that was funny, Drew. And he was like, you know what? What is his name? Ronnie? Who Ronnie said? (laughs) Bass. Would you? Would you want to do a pass? No, no, no. I I would never, obviously. But would you want to do a pass? And I'm just like, he like he like for Brandon. (laughs) He got his. He reminds me of someone who got their undergrad at Harvard, Mm -hmm. and like wore khakis intention, like wore khaki and polo, (laughs) thought it looked good, like actually thought it looked good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, he's very like. If you found him on Tinder, it would say, "Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, loves travel, no drama." That's yeah. what his body would be. Yeah, was and- a semi-professional rower at Harvard undergrad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, get out of here, Maurice. <laughs> get out of here. Um, which you know what? There's kind of something that happens to you when you're watching a movie and you're like I know exactly what's going to happen as an mm-hmm. actu- as an anxious person I was like okay well I can kind of relax a little bit which was not the best because I did fall asleep it did take me two days <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> I swear there's part of the plot that I I'm so excited for you to tell me <laughs> yeah and, and, and honestly I I took this very seriously because this was my idea I could have asked y'all I could have asked Emily to do anything else but this was just the first thing and I and I was scrolling through the stories and she had said something about the past and I was like well she's gonna watch it I guess I guess <laughs> I will too so like we said they discuss the past but of course they can't finish discussing it because her mother calls and she just has to take the call establishing that she is an overbearing mother um, Mama Joyce Mama mm-hmm. Joyce yes where is her dad do they ever mention him no never and that that's part of the issue with this film for real is there's like no world building there's no storytelling there's no character development it is all like we are just supposed to just (laughs) know and like if you are a real housewives of atlanta fan you do know so i can't imagine Like, can you imagine if you've never seen Real Housewives of Atlanta and you're watching this movie, you're like, what? This is one of those movies <laughs> that have multiple dimensions and they the characters parallel with people in the real world. Yes. And I think because sure. we know that Candy and Todd make people sign NDAs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a pass if you... Here's the thing. we They've also said that they, they've only had like two or three three-ways or something. Okay, well, I don't believe anything that comes out of either of their mouths, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, this seems like they have a lot of experience. The people who have written this, 
who clearly do not have a lot of experience with exposition mm-hmm. and plot development and character you know development but they do yes. know a lot about this like past and like people feeling jealous yeah and being weird, yeah. <laughs> and, being weird yes. and being unfucking reasonable unreasonable do you, do you are you familiar with um and just like that the sex and the city reboot as oh, it were are you familiar sweetie do i ever <laughs> so also just a really bad show with really incompetent writing but one of the things that makes it bad is that they've stuck to this rule that they allegedly had during sex in the city that they have for and just like that and it is main storylines around the women need to be strictly taken from real life experience of the Mm. writers which is dumb because life is not a fucking movie and it's not a tv show so a lot of these real life experiences with no context are goofy and ridiculous so it makes the writing on and just like that seem really disjointed and unreasonable and not entertaining well that's how i felt when i was watching the past like (laughs) also when you think about that golfing scene i was thinking about this today i was like so that was just that was just for us that was literally just for us and they were putting on a show for each other because they were both involved maurice and ronnie in the scam right wasn't ronnie at the so they were, they were every single person in the cast so apparently. then why, Which why also, we... guys we're gonna ruin the plot for you right now just so you oh, know right spoiler spoiler alert every single person who's in this yeah. movie who's not drew sedora and maya's mother from girlfriends <laughs> etta yeah. aka charmin lee playing drew sedora's mother mm-hmm is a part of a scheme to get half of Drew Sedora's earnings. Yeah. Inheritance. Inher- or, or, uh, trust fund, trust fund. Trust yeah. um, in the way of a divorce, because apparently the only thing that um, superseded their prenuptial agreement was if he could prove that she was cheating, which yes. we will get to that part. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they were all acting. The whole, they're, they're all acting. For each other. Like, like in for case seven one of those <laughs> high def trees just happen to have a camera in them. Beautiful trees, great it's, trees. It... <laughs> <laughs> but just in case someone's watching, <laughs> here's this nude from this girl, the past, right? I'm like, this sucks and it's yeah. terrible storytelling for it's us. It's really, but... really weird. And then it, so then Drew goes to lunch with her friends. They basically encourage her to do the past. Yeah. Um, and this is when I realized that Drew is not that great because Candy and Erica Peoples and this other woman. The other woman. Yeah. I was intrigued by, I was like, man, she everyone's kind of making me laugh. Everyone's kind of like, I'm like, Drew, what are Her you name is doing? Reese Odom. She's great. Reese Odom. Um, Reese and then it made me wonder, was this movie non-union because weren't we? No, they filled this before the strike. Um Yeah. So anyway, Drew has an uncomfortable interaction with her mom. And this is what's strange. This uncomfortable interaction with her mother inspires her to give her husband the hall pass. <laughs> and basically in this conversation, her mom is like Mama Joyce. And she's like, your husband is trash. He's sneaking behind your back. Yeah. Um, it's a scam that he set up for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but you know 
I guess it it whatever that degrading behavior just makes her want to give her husband the house pass, and so she goes. Um, you know, they all go out. She she and all the friends like go out for a night out, and they're like oh hanging God. out, like having drinks, whatever. And then they are walking home, and some random guy with like long locks calls out, um, fucking. <laughs> Blue Kibble. <laughs> what is his, and like what is a brawl he, what breaks does he out. say his name is? It's not Trent. It's a, it maybe is is it Trent? It's Chris. He's Chris. 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 He's like, hey Chris. <laughs> you Chris. asshole. <laughs> and then like still slow motion shots of everyone being like, what? Like what? They get into you a fight. And I was like, okay. And then we cut. And then Drew is the most non-asking questions asked bitch I've ever seen Literally. in my life. <laughs> How do you, like, girl. She has zero questions. She just gets on a plane and goes to LA for a work trip. She's like, okay, bye. You guys got beat up. <laughs> it's like, this is alarming. This guy is calling your husband another name. You're right. out. You're outside. I just, like... Everyone is just acting. I can't believe she didn't even ask. Even even the best character would be like, we're going to talk about this when I get home. She didn't do that. She was just like, right, babe, love you, bye. Yeah, which past. also mirrors Real Housewives of Atlanta because that sounds Literally, like Tampa. Tampa. Where where, <laughs> where were you, Ralph? Um, so it it it's, I literally have in my notes, oh my God, LOL, and then a brawl breaks out. This is like a scripted version of Real Housewives of Atlanta. It is. <laughs> um, so anyway, Drew doesn't give a damn. She doesn't ask a single question. She was like, whatever. I'm going to let him figure it out. He's going to have a hall pass. I'm just going to go to LA and work. And I think the idea is that she's supposed to be like this ambitious person who is able to overlook issues in her marriage because she's like too ambitious or something, which I'm like, what kind of message is that? I don't know. I feel like you should know your worth and not put up with bullshit because you have the money to leave when you want. And try, even if you don't have money, let me tell you something. When I was broke, I was even more choosy than I am now because let me tell you something. (laughs) I can eat ramen noodles and Mm -hmm. spam on a skillet by myself. (laughs) By myself. Okay. Can I just say one thing since you talked about spam in a skillet? The cooking scenes, every cook, every time that they were cooking, it was just the one pot. It was the one pot and it was, it was like, chilly. <laughs> it was always chilly. And then when they kept saying ch- in that first scene with the mom, she kept saying, I was like, we're spending a lot of time on the chili that's not in the pot. And you guys is like, prop acting is shit. And they're like, oh, chili. Oh, does it taste okay? I'm like, we have I just to wonder move like, on. who was Todd's mentor? That was like, know. and this is how, this is how you settle the food budget. Every time they eat on screen, <laughs> it's chilly. And it's chilly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you don't you don't run out any spaces. You just build it at your house. You got a big enough house. Yep. Um, like I can just see, and and for that, you know what? Kudos. But y'all should have got some script managers. Like y'all really, this was this was borderline Tyler Perry. Um, uh, I would argue that it was. It was not as good as Tyler Perry. Um, okay, yeah, no, Tyler Perry has been better, but he has also been worse. He has been worse. That's true. <laughs> because good lord. So, her so Drew goes to L.A. Her husband goes to the strip club. 
obviously oh he just got in the past like what it would like of course yeah um she's drunk mm-hmm. out in la with miss peoples because miss peoples yes. also works with her yes and that's her boss that's her boss that's a very good distinction to make yes and um she takes her lots away. of hr issues at this firm by the way if i could just oh say <laughs> my goodness everyone would be fired. plenty to write about yes <laughs> like literally everyone would be fired um so this is when we see that even though Drew has been adamant to Maurice that she's not going to use the hall pass herself, it's only for him, she uses it. So stupid. In LA with Miss Peoples. It's so stupid. It's such a dumb thing. Like, why would... What is the point? It's just, it's so it's so predictable, right? Yeah. The the way that they should have written it is that they both agree they're both definitely going to use the pass. And then either either neither of them do or one of them do right. under the assumption that they both are. That would be interesting. But it's not interesting when you turn into a raging, jealous, paranoid person when you came up with the shit in the first place. That's just annoying. It's annoying. Yeah, it's giving hysterical woman. And I... yes. <laughs> And, it, yeah, and here's uh-huh. the thing, if Drew, if that was what it was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be like crazy bitch, Drew, Udahagen is disappointed in you. Yes, very. <laughs> and you should have studied Stanislavski or you should have studied Meisner instead. Because Somebody. You, th- this is not working. So then she comes back from LA and mm-hmm. her man is like, so like, how is LA? And it made <laughs> me feel like he knew something happened. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was like the vibe. Oh, but we can't we can't forget. Isn't this when she gets, uh, you know, date raped by her boss? Is this not? Well, he, I didn't she, realize. I thought that they just I thought it was consensual. But no, she she puts a drug in her drink. She drugs her. Oh, I this is you guys. That definitely <laughs> was a part where I was asleep. <laughs> Yes, Tara drugs her. So she, the initial like, contact was a roofie, and then it she was went a roofie. Back to her. Yes, yes, that's why. And actually, I just want to say, Drew's drunk acting was her best acting. Best, best. Full stop. She was like, I was like, wow. She's like, I love when a girl can play a good, a good drunk. As a former theater kid myself. Yeah. Oh, stop. I was like, damn, this is like it's so close to home. It's insane. <laughs> it's so close to home. But yeah, so then yeah, so she yeah, she was uh she was date raped, unfortunately. So and let then... me just correct myself. She was absolutely roofied. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she has a sexual experience with Miss Peoples. And then she, now this makes more sense of why she didn't tell her husband because I was really pissed off. Cause she comes yeah. back and he's like, you know, and now I understand, like, okay, if she was date raped mm-hmm. and or maybe I shouldn't like use it in that time if she if she was like if her drink was tampered with yes because um, I don't want to offend pe- people in that way in other ways I will um okay and she has this past situation set up with her husband I can understand why in that moment if he's like being jokey frat bro about it which yeah. he was this actor yes. Maurice I Ugh. would I may be cagey about it too because I might feel shame or like yeah weird about it but i did initially when i saw it in my notes are like this bitch didn't even tell her husband 
<laughs> that she she's being super cagey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And and it's something we just kind of have to gloss over. I'm like, Todd, Candy, not a good look for you guys. This is not good. Again. Whoa. It's just it's not a good it's uh, whatever I'm I'll say it it's not a fucking good look considering some of the circles the that you all run in in real life and the rumors it's yeah. not it's not great but you know we don't have to go there I'm just saying I mean well saying. she she would she had all the people who would be included in that shit in the movie with her so um <laughs> can we talk about the fucking strip club because Honey. this is literally what this is what happened I'm watching. I I didn't I took like maybe two notes during the whole movie. The first one, I go, I'm talking it's just me and my cat, you know, at the house. <laughs> and I go, when he gets a stripper that sits, I go, Shamia? Literally. Girl, what are you doing here? And that's what I wrote down. I said, Shamia, girl, what are you doing here? And that was my first note. <laughs> because listen, let's be honest. She is married to the king of Zamunda. I don't know why Shamia even leads the house. Girl. I don't either. It does, you don't need she to needs do some anything. excitement she does oh my god because every time i see her like when she was at the beyonce concert um mm. there's this woman that i follow on instagram called tiara monet okay and i always like ask her things about real housewives of atlanta because if they were to ever to do a reboot she needs to be on it she already knows all these girls mm-hmm. so i was i was looking at her instagram stories and she me and i'm like you're you're just it's like do you need to have fun are you bored yeah do you miss the hustle and the grind she she does i i would say from this performance that's a hard yes (laughs) she was living honey she was living in that she was truly (laughs) (laughs) now she was a method actress okay absolutely she got in there (laughs) she is ready for her p valley audition (laughs) now now (laughs) she's ready now so anyway, oh so Drusadora in the past goes to work after her LA trip and she has this very tense scene with Tara. Mm-hmm. And um, she's also giving like jealousy because Tara is flirting with her assistant. Yes. And I'm like, you're married. You're married. <laughs> like, you're married. You're absolutely married. This is when I started getting mad at the movie because I was like, okay, so we're going to make her out to be like this jealous bitch. Like she's jealous of everybody. Right. But we don't know enough about her or her backstory or where she came from or who her father is. Like we don't know anything about her. But the biggest like character thing that we know about her, the biggest thing that we know about her character rather is that she's really really petty and really really jealous and has absolutely nothing to say and asks no questions absolutely and, <laughs> and she doesn't um, even play it well she's not even good at playing it no it's 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 hard for drew because it's like girl you should have been you should have taken a class before you went on set with this you should have had some some coaching and also can i say every single one of these fucking housewives shows Somebody takes an acting class. It is a trope. <laughs> it's acting, it's burlesque, and it's a fucking psychic. Yes. And for her to not have had like a, oh, I'm just going to go to the acting class like as a support because I already know, like I know all the tricks. Like for her to have not already done that, like it's what are we weird. doing? Yeah, like 
it, it's weird. It's weird. Like my resume looks nothing like Drew's, but I can assure you, if I had the leading role in the past, <laughs> I would have an onset coach. Yes. Like I, there's just no way that you would catch me crazy because also, like, who knows the next time you're going to get a leading role in the film? Like, I don't care I if it's also, B list, C list, D list. I would also have maybe some eye drops on handy when it's time to show tears because it is. I'm I'm over the Botox excuse. This yeah. isn't Real House of Atlanta. Like we have to, we have to truly show. Also, we're talking about Udhagen. Right, cry, bitch. Girl, cry. Cry. Get in there deep. Don't make me call Think about Allison. Tampa. <laughs> you get Allison to be your manager again, and then maybe your ass will be back in the in the, the game like you should be. Okay. Because her sister really had her together. She really um, did. I loved her. I know. I love Allison. Like she's really cool so so candy's character then they're having like a couple's date night Mm -hmm. and the girls are to one side and the guys are to one side Mm -hmm. and candy's character is like fuming raging pissed off because her man's hall pass has been calling her phone acting crazy saying crazy (laughs) regrets ever doing it and so then drew is like the wheels are turning that like she regrets doing it and Mm -hmm. you know I think she feels like her man, it seems to me like her man knows, well, obviously he does because it's all part of a scheme, but right. he keeps <laughs> leaving all these subliminal messages to her. And I'm like, why was he saying shit like that? Like, how did he know? Right. So well, I don't know. It's weird. Meanwhile, Tara is slaying <laughs> everybody's vagina. She is hooking Everyone. up with everybody. In everybody's bed, child. No In matter everybody's where it bed. is. Everybody's desk, honey. Everybody's desk. <laughs> taking everybody's panties off. So mm-hmm. because of this conversation with Candy's character, Drew decides, because Candy's like, well, you know what? I put a, a tracking device on my man's phone and I can see everything he's doing on his phone. And I put some cameras in my house and I'm like, okay, so you're putting an app on your phone so that he can now see everything that you're doing. It, it, was, it was then that I was like, oh, they're getting Thank this girl. You. Yes. I was like, that's nuts that's nuts like if you're trying to catch somebody then you wouldn't also open your own life you live in this same house so she Mm -hmm. puts cameras all over her house (laughs) meanwhile she is fucking this girl in her house in her bed in their bed and is mad that the at the so okay tara like a real og she mm-hmm. is hooking up with everybody so she takes panties off of the one girl from the job mm-hmm. and she plants them in drew's house mm-hmm. and then after she plants them in drew's house she gives her husband the big ass ring and then the husband presents the ring to the big ass ring to drew in front of everybody at the house mm-hmm. then Drew carries on her <laughs> affair with this with this Tara lady. Yes. And um, it's very, it's just funny because every time she thinks that something's happening with her husband, because she does do the thing with the app, she does put the cameras in. Mm-hmm. She's more and more hysterical. She's like, oh, I think I saw nude photos. And, you know, I saw a, a, a condom wrapper in his pocket after we had like had sex and I was going to like take his things and the girl's like oh don't worry about it like 
just don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. But the whole time, you're fucking this lady in your bed. And it was crazy, too, when she saw the nude photo. It was like some girl's ass up. And I was like, just screenshot the picture, send it to yourself. And then, you know, I, I it's just like everything that she did, even as a woman who thinks that she's being cheated on. And so maybe you're like, you're... uh. Uh, compartmentalizing so you know that you're having this affair but you uh, are still upset that you're being cheated on we don't get any of like real there's no stakes so there's no like why why should I care I don't care your mom hates the guy you don't really seem to like him you don't ask him like valuable questions when crazy shit's going on so i'm supposed to care that he had after you told him to fuck somebody else and i'm supposed to care that you care i i just there was nothing to invest in there was nothing to invest in at all yeah especially the point when i could see if if what if she was in la and Mm -hmm. she experienced her roofie situation and then that Mm -hmm. was it yeah and she was paranoid because she felt this guilt but it really wasn't her fault but she enjoyed it and he never used his hall pass like that 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 might be a little bit more interesting right so i don't know but anyway after all this spying and this jealousy drew is laid up in the bed with tara and she is like i would give all of this up for you I oh would God. be with you. I would run away with you. And the lady look at her, her damn face. And she says, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. It was so funny. Erica Peoples is so good. She's so good. I want her to have her own show. Me too. Um, And so I guess at this point, Drew Sedora in the past realizes, oh <laughs> shit, I done fucked up good because she immediately tells her husband that night like we should go to fiji we should like, just let's get go away. on a vacation we should just like we should get away like we should get out of here and he's like yeah baby like let's do it but so this ha- <laughs> uh, sorry quick question when does it sorry if i'm spoiling for a further ahead when does it happen that tara tells her that she's giving the assistant the job is that before she wants to get away to fiji or after i don't know this is this is oh literally when she says that's sweet she oh goes, right 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 by right, the right. way i'm gonna give this job to your assistant she's like what <laughs> she's like yeah she's more qualified she's like, i personally <laughs> as a as an assistant myself was like fuck yeah i bet that bitch doesn't do shit i bet that assistant does all of her work anyway bitch you know she does yes you so i was does. rooting for her <laughs> um, so yeah, which might have had a, a bit to do with her reasoning of why she wanted to go to Fiji with her husband. So yes. um, Drew's not really feeling it. She's like feeling quite sad. And so she goes the next day to work and um, she's served a subpoena while she's at work. <laughs> but at the, while they're at work, she's still kind of cool with Erica, with uh, Tara. She's still, they're like still... Yeah, I felt like they were still like okay, and I was like, "All right, that's weird," because I would have also picked up on that sweet. Um, by the way, you're not getting the job that I basically promised you by. I would have not probably been chilling with her the next day at work. No, I would have been in Fiji the next day. The next day, but she can't follow through. So, what do you expect? Um, 
yeah she definitely does come back to work like everything's fine and maybe that's just because drew sedora as an actress did she like she's like well i wouldn't be expecting to be subpoenaed and it's like but you also wouldn't be like thrilled that this bitch that you're in love with was so cold yeah to you just last night yeah no and now you have not to work at with all. her like it's weird so anyway she gets subpoenaed she's getting divorced and not monietta shaw playing the lawyer again i said is that monietta what are you doing here? Monietta should have been the stripper and Shamia should have been the lawyer. So true. So like, true. But you know Shamia what? They pushed their acting ass. abilities. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They pushed they their really acting pushed. abilities. <laughs> um, this is when I really just fell out. I was like, Monietta is the lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I don't think she said a single thing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she but, may yeah. have had like one line. One line, yeah. Which that's cute. Yeah, um, that's sweet. So <laughs> they bring the the hall pass into the divorce breeding proceedings. Now this is when I in my notes I said now Drew all caps because <laughs> this seems like this is gonna happen in Drew in real life where she's gonna be like yeah and I filed for divorce I'm like and then he's gonna give the judge all of your texts. Yes. Between Tyum. Yeah. <laughs> you have to stop. And you. <laughs> That's what they allegedly said. That's what Mimi. I know. Said. I know that it was oh Ty Young. And listen, I am a very sexually adventurous and free person. I like, oh you know, look the masculine types. And I'll tell you what: if Ty Young came up to me in my single years, sure, you could. De- we could definitely at least go on a date. <laughs> yes, <laughs> try it out. Just see. Yes. No, Somewhere, I get it. Somewhere, somehow. Yes. <laughs> I understand it, Drew. I just wish people would be like more forthright about the struggles and the issues that they have. And especially with like her coming on to Real Housewives of Atlanta, like Miss Christianity. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I'm sure the lesbian thing or like the bisexual, pansexual thing is not great. Well, Real Housewives of Atlanta has a really weird relationship with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And in some ways that kind of parallels how Atlanta as a city has been about, you know, queer love and life and relationships or whatever. But like, I think what's frustrating me now about Real Housewives of Atlanta, and we, we're not going to get into it right now, but is that it's not really reflecting like 2023 Atlanta. It's really reflecting like a different time and a different vibe. And like 50 year olds. it's 50 year olds, but I also know 50 year old women that like are cool with it too. And they don't not cool with it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. I totally know what you mean. And it's like this situation where I think, I think when I say 50 year olds, I just think like this outdated point of view, like this outdated yes. norm yes they Where, don't like, reflect have to be taboo yes they don't reflect uh atlanta um brandon i am so sorry can you give me one second yeah no problem my cat is actually um <laughs> y'all this is a cat breaking usually it's my cat so sorry sheena who, the cat um sheena. does this but yeah no i i and i will just expound actually why while she, um, emily just takes a moment on i think kind of what she was saying you know Drew just came on Atlanta acting. And I think that when she went from Atlanta to this TV set, she didn't, she couldn't, 
separate the two so she was giving reality tv acting in this movie but anyway she was acting and she had created this persona that's just not real and um unfortunately then what happens is that after that anything else that you do is going to be like shocking because let me just give y'all a newsflash real quick everybody is out here fucking every they might be lying to you and they're not they've been fucking everybody has has yearnings and desires and they don't always align with like the typical like taboo thing now do they always are they always like crazy freaky no but like it's not that crazy to think that drew would have a relationship with a woman but because of the way that she set herself up like I'm a Christian girl. My mama's a preacher. Then you get into this space where now everyone is shocked and like it's it's headline worthy that you would have a relationship with a woman because you created this. And then let's just talk about Bolo and and her and Latoya because when that happened, if that was any oh other God. person, they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, we made out. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. Her defensiveness to it and about it let me know. I knew right then I was like, oh, there's something more to this. And she has a lot of shame and around it. So, you know, God bless her and God bless her character in this movie because as it (laughs) turns out, Drew was the victim of an elaborate Ponzi scheme that uh, all of her friends, including her husband, were a part of. And it lasted seven entire years. Seven years but they got nine million dollars so she was probably worth if we really want to make this like realistic she was probably worth like 25 million dollars like that was probably Uh the total sum of her trust right and then she probably agreed to give him nine of that which was like but they're splitting it between how many of them are there they probably all got a million dollars that's dumb yeah. That's not a good, that's not good entrepreneurial ship. Okay. It's not you guys. And listen, <laughs> it's small minded. Nice. That's all it is. Nice. <laughs> Cause it's like, you could have an honest job and make the same amount of money. Like if you really yeah. work hard. <laughs> I mean, if you, yeah. I mean, for golfing, you, right, you you're make spending a million money. dollars. It's like Hello? a million dollars. Like they're they also, let's just be real. All these people in this movie were like hot. They've had facials. Mm-hmm. They get their hair yeah. done. They're wearing nice clothes. A million dollars isn't going to go that far. But they did save a lot on um, only making chili. So, oh my God. All Honestly, it was chili. <laughs> That's so true and sad. But, like, okay, wait, let's just do some math here. So, okay. you're going to have to carry the math part. <laughs> I'm just one say, million. Oh, that's 10 million. um let's say over the course of seven Seven years years. Mm -hmm. oh wait i did it wrong again by the way i can't count oh me neither so yeah you you basically are only getting a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and they definitely already make that i'm not doing all of that I'm not I'm not hustling somebody out of their like entire inheritance to do I'm that. I'm not like planting cameras and like 
moving states and getting into bar fights at Blaze Steak and Seafood or where the hell they were. Right. And, and all of this bullshit. I love because you know they filmed at, at Blaze Steakhouse. They did. <laughs> Tacky asses. Oh my god, you Shamia played... If you guys... If anyone wants to know, the character that Shamia played was called Entice. Entice, yes! Because he kept... He kept, oh my God. And then what was that weird scene where he's like talking to what I think we're supposed to assume is the club owner. And they have like a conversation about how um, something about like the club isn't doing well or the owner is like too old to get into it anymore. And it was like really weird. And I was like, what is this? What is the point of this? He was trying to hook up with Entice the Stripper uh, and she unfortunately had other plans she was unavailable at the time that he was ready to break to bring out his hall pass yeah she was like you also she was like you've been coming here for so long and you've never been like a creep don't be a creep yeah hello doing like don't fuck a stripper at least like fuck somebody that you i don't know i don't know the bartender have some class yeah this movie was really (laughs) strange i know people who are polyamorous i know people who are like ethically non-monogamous and these kind of movies are quite detrimental. Yes. And harmful. Very. Uh, so I don't know if I would recommend um, this as some sort of like literature. Obviously, it's <laughs> not meant to be, you know, informative because it's all about a Ponzi scheme at the end of the day. Um, my dog is literally freaking the fuck. He's like, can you get off the phone? All you do <laughs> all day is talk shit. Mom. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're gonna grow up to be just like me, honey. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. Emily, where can all the people find you? Because also, I want them to be able to come to your Instagram and to listen to your podcast. Sure. So you can find me at who TF knows Emily Rose. That's at who TF knows Emily Rose on Instagram. Just a forewarning, I am bad at um, Instagram. I'm bad at my page. I'm not great at like, graphics or making it well because i'm not like yeah i'm not okay i'll say i'm not a bravo account okay i have this page to interact with people that have similar like thoughts and vibes as me i don't really like i'm not like a commentary channel i'm not like that my i express myself best through words talking your ear off and talking shit um so there's a place you want to hear that yeah if you want to hear that then you can follow my podcast at who tf knows emily rose um everywhere that you stream podcasts right now i'm in a bit of a break um i i covered a lot during scandal i'm probably going to cover southern charm i realized that i really like um really problematic of not like i like to hate watch stuff i don't like to comment on things that i love so <laughs> I have a weird relationship with Vanderpump Rules and and I will be doing an episode actually and Brandon if you want to come on for it I would love for you to no no pressure but I actually today printed out all of the blind items around Real Housewives of Atlanta and so my next episode I'm going to just read those and comment on those if you're interested in that. Yeah, well <laughs> you guys listen, you will just have to stay tuned to see if I join Emily at who tf knows Emily Rose. Who the fuck knows? Uh, thank you so much for having uh, me yes. on. Yes, I'm so excited that you came on. Let's do it again. You guys give yes. me a five-star rating and review and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>